Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Friday, May 15th at 2 p.m. in London. The idea of low interest rates is nothing new in the United States, but the idea of a negative rate is. This week, markets began to price expectations for the Federal Reserve to lower rates further, to levels below zero. A similar thing happened here in the United Kingdom. While central banks from Sweden to Switzerland to Japan to the Eurozone have all implemented negative interest rates, the US and the UK never have. Is that about to change? We don't think so. To understand why, I want to take a moment to explain negative rates and why we don't think it's a particularly effective form of policy. Negative interest rates are a bit like having a savings account that pays no interest but does have a monthly fee. Such an account makes saving money a losing proposition, and that's precisely the point. Negative rates are meant to encourage spending by making savings punitive. Spending, which in turn should help overall growth. That's the theory, but for anyone following the economies of Europe or Japan over the last several years, resulting growth has been relatively weak. That's because negative rates also carry a number of drawbacks, challenges that we think the Federal Reserve and the Bank of England are well aware of. One of those drawbacks is practical. Negative rates can disrupt the plumbing of the financial system, which was never designed for negative numbers. But charging people to save money is also, unsurprisingly, unpopular. And banks in Europe and Japan have really struggled to pass these costs along to their customers. As banks have been forced to eat these costs, they found themselves with fewer resources to offset losses, and in turn, have been more reluctant to make new loans. Less lending has restrained economic growth, rather than helping it. The pressure on savers is also very real. In a world where your savings are being eroded every month instead of earning interest, you actually might feel pressure to save more, not less. And consider somebody who is trying dutifully, safely to save up to buy their first home. The value of their savings deposit will be steadily eroded, while the value of the house they hope to buy is being pushed higher and higher by lower levels of interest rates. That forces one to save more and spend less in the economy, precisely the opposite of what the policy is trying to achieve. From the effect on financial stability to consumer psychology, we think the costs of negative interest rates can easily outweigh the benefits. The underperformance of economic growth, loan growth, and stock markets in Europe and Japan since each of those regions implemented these negative rates is a further cautionary sign. We think central bankers in the UK and the US are well aware of these limitations, and thus think that current market expectations of negative rates reaching American and British shores will ultimately prove unfounded. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts of the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.